0: This recording begins with a reading of the Gospel of the Day. That will be followed by the homily from Father Paul O'Brien. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus took Peter, James, and his brother John, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. Today's Feast of the Transfiguration of the Lord, which is celebrated every year on August 6th, is one of the most significant in the church's liturgical year, so much so that when it falls on a Sunday, it supersedes the observance of that Sunday in ordinary time. That should raise the basic question, why is this feast so important, not just in the liturgical tradition of the church, But why should the transfiguration of Jesus be so important in our daily Christian lives that we're meant to be living right on ground level? We heard this very same reading, Matthew 17, 1 through 9, on the second Sunday of Lent, five months ago on March 5th. Let me remind you of some of the things we discussed then and some realities we hopefully received through the graces of the Lent season and the season of Easter that should, in theory, give us a deeper perspective on this reading today. Peter, James, and John, as I believe you know, are an inner circle of Jesus' 12 closest disciples. In the experience of the transfiguration, Jesus takes Peter, James, and John and leads them up a high mountain by themselves— Jesus is transfigured before them. Peter, James, and John are given a unique vision of Jesus' forms being changed with his face shining like the sun and his clothes becoming as white as light. The three disciples are now seeing Jesus in his final glory, who he fully is, Moses and Elijah, who represent all of God's previous revelation, appear with Jesus. Jesus is the fulfillment of all that has been revealed to humanity by God before this. Moses and Elijah are also associated with the end times. Jesus is the future. Jesus is the end of all reality. Peter wants to prolong this experience, to stay where they are. He's given the gift of being silenced by a bright cloud and its shadows, which I think you know are frequently manifestations of the presence of God in the Old Testament. Then from the cloud, they hear the voice of God the Father. This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. Those are the same words of God the Father at Jesus' baptism in Matthew 3 with the addition of, listen to him. When the disciples hear the voice of God the Father, they fall down prostrate and they're very much afraid. That's a common reaction to a theophany, to a manifestation of God that's tangible to human senses. Jesus comes to them, touches them, and tells them, rise and do not be afraid. They go down the mountain and Jesus charges them, do not tell the vision to anyone until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. At the beginning of Lent, we talked about that final point. Peter, James, and John, in the experience of the transfiguration, have received a clear vision of who Jesus is. But they can't fully understand that vision. They can't fully understand who Jesus is and the nature of his glory until after they've experienced his passion, death, and resurrection. The fullness of who Jesus is is only fully understood when Jesus lives selfless, sacrificial, merciful, forgiving love for the worst sinners into death. When Jesus rises from the dead, the eternal power of his life and love, greater than all evil, sin, injustice, persecution, suffering, and death itself is revealed. The disciples only fully understand who Jesus is and what his glory is when they've witnessed the fullness of his love in his passion and death and the eternal triumph of that love through his resurrection. After the resurrection of Jesus, before he ascends to heaven, Jesus completely and permanently changes his temporary instructions to Peter, James, and John and all the other people who now know and they fundamentally understand who Jesus is. The temporary instructions of the transfiguration were do not tell the vision to anyone until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. Now that he has been raised from the dead, and this would be the end of Matthew 28, Jesus instructs them to go out to the entire world and tell everyone who Jesus is, the fullness of who he is. Jesus is the eternal Son of God. Jesus is the fulfillment of all that came from God before him. Jesus is the eternal future. The power of Jesus's life and love lived in the passion of this world that includes death leads to eternal life. Do not stay in the place where you're comfortable even when that comfort comes from the presence of God. Listen to Jesus. Get up. Do not be afraid. Follow Jesus wherever he leads you. Here's one reflection on why this feast should be so important in our daily Christian lives. And I know that many of you share this because I see how authentically you're living as disciples of Jesus in this very real world, in this very real city, with, with all of its very real challenges and troubles. If you and I have this basic belief, the vision that's revealed in the transfiguration and the understanding of the passion of living Jesus' love, that leads to his glory now and eternally, we have all we need in this life. The entire rest of life turns out to be the details that unfold from living that truth. If you basically understand the transfiguration and believe it, which we're about to profess publicly through the creed, your mission in life is like Peter, James, and John to tell everyone about it. Tell your spouse, tell your children, tell your family, tell your friends, tell your neighbors. Grasp the specifics of the transfiguration and tell those specifics to the person whose spouse has just died. Tell the person whose life is adrift. Tell the person who's lost in sin. Tell the person who's suffering Tell the person who's hurt you and tell the person who is living Christian discipleship and deserves your fellowship and your encouragement. I'm going to repeat this on purpose. Especially when people are experiencing the toughest times, tell them Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus is the fulfillment of everything God has ever given this world. Jesus is your eternal future. If you live his love, He will lead you through every passion to new life, eternally. Don't stay where you're spiritually comfortable. Listen to Jesus. Get up. Don't be afraid. And follow him. Tell everyone. You have been listening to Father Paul O'Brien, pastor of St. Patrick Parish in Lawrence, Massachusetts. For more information about the parish and to get involved, please go to SaintPatrickParish.com or follow us on social media. Thank you for listening.